Hello and welcome. Because he left such a massive gap. I no, was just... it was hanging, man. All right. <laughs> Let's try again. <laughs> Don't keep the wizard hanging. <laughs> Even though he's hairy. Oh. No, no hairy wizard. Curtains. <laughs> okay, three, two, one. Recording. Hello and welcome to the V-Suit Podcast, the audio-only virtualization show now recommended by the FDA as an essential part of your intellectual diet. It's the 1st of April, but the only fools you'll find are Ed, Christian and myself, as we fly solo somewhere in the Indian Ocean of your mind. Hi guys, how's it Ooh, going? Too soon, too soon, <laughs> man. Was that too soon? I, I, I maybe, tried, maybe. I was trying to work out a suitable MH370 reference, but it just it just slipped out on that one. Ah, it's okay, we're, we're pioneers. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll find it. We'll, we'll find the track of this show, preferably before they find the plane. Um, <laughs> yeah. although, although there's not there's fewer navies looking for the track of the show um, so, I'm not so know. sure after that one <laughs> black helicopters perhaps but not. I think the Swiss, Swiss Navy is chasing us right now <laughs> in a canoe the Swiss Navy does exist it uh, does no it, not really it does they've got it's, six patrol boats on, the, on Lake Luzerne and that's about it mm. There, there are like some on, on Zurich as well. Yeah, but they, the, 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 the Swiss Navy as a function does exist. It just doesn't have much of a fleet. Yeah, it, and it's not really so much part of the military. It's almost like a, like a uh, civilian type of thing. Ah, okay. yeah. The military here is like, basically everybody here in Switzerland is in the military. Yeah, it's kind of all reservist, isn't it? Uh, yeah, and basically, you everybody in the country has a machine gun in their closet. Oh, yeah. Although, yeah, although my colleague did say that you're not allowed to have the ammo anymore, they decided that it was perhaps not such a great idea. Yeah, you can't get it, but the only time you can get the ammo is during there's like these um, end shooting. Uh, they call it end shoot. It's like where you shoot out all your bullets. Uh, oh, okay. At the end of the summertime, and it's but, the but last. But you actually shoot your load at the end of summer. Yeah, <laughs> and and it's pretty cool. You shoot like watermelons and like refrigerators and crazy stuff, and then you win like amounts of cheese or or large quantities of sausage, depending on how good you've done. <laughs> it's pretty cool. <laughs> okay, I've gotten to participate. Come to and shoot stuff. Win savory goods. I've, yeah, I've gotten to participate as a foreigner, and most people don't get to do that. But I was along with a friend who is a, a military guy. So yeah, bring your sausage friend to the shootout party. <laughs> he won. I, like- I, I actually tried googling the Swiss Navy, and I got some results that were pretty disturbing. To be honest, <laughs> you found both of them. Yeah, Swiss Navy silicon-based lubricant. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, that, <laughs> is that for the watermelons or I'm not sure but that's, that I'm fairly certain that's not one for the show notes <laughs> unless everyone really needs it no we'll just let you hear that and slip right right out of your out of your thoughts again yeah on your slippery slope right out of here I guess. <laughs> well the slippery thing was maybe uh, yeah that was uh, yeah that was wrong to say <laughs> So just to remind everyone, this is the number two uh, most voted uh, virtualization <laughs> show. Um, we've, we're so far yes. about minutes into the show, we haven't talked virtualization yet. So I think it's a, we're doing pretty well on that. Hey, we're yeah. only about four minutes in. Oh, that's yeah, all right. Give Good us point. some time to warm up, man. It's yeah. a virtual Navy anyway. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, presumably they do have like sort of virtual stuff where they just hang out on other people's ships or something. Yeah. And tow drones or, or something good like that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, a, a quick, uh, serious thanks to everyone that voted for us on uh, for yeah. on Eric Siebert's poll. It was, uh, it was very kind of you. Um, we're, we're quite honoured to be in that number two position. Um, oh, I, I saw you, um, your blog did pretty well, Christian. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did. I, I'm pretty surprised by that, to be honest. But I um, somehow managed to jump 30 places up to number 43 this year, which makes me top 50, which I'm extremely happy with. So that's, that's pretty cool, actually. Um, I'm really, really happy about that. So. And uh, do you think the uh, the book sales will help with that? I have no idea. I'm, I'm not sure I'm going to sell a book. <laughs> I have no clue. I have well, no idea what kind you've of... You've one now, so you've got to sell yeah, it. Yeah, pretty yeah, it's uh, it's due for release now sometime in in April. Uh, there's a few things uh, left on the uh, last two chapters, but that's it. So it's, it's uh, pretty pretty much ready as it, it is. And that makes us dangerously close to like an all Veeam podcast. <laughs> no, he just he just he just writes for Veeam. He doesn't work for us. Yeah, <laughs> as far as I know. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, that's 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 all fairly safe. Yeah. I guess so. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I noticed you've been you've been spending your commission checks already, you know, buying yourself new tablets. No, I got work to buy, buy that one for me. Okay, uh, so, as, as a long you know a diehard Apple guy, you know it's it's not often we we sort of go into the whole Apple Android thing, and it is a bit of a deep, a deep dark corner to start uh, going down. But mm. uh, any particular reason for what why, why Android this time? Or uh, basically because we're building this kind of. Uh, and use a computing lab at work, showroom kind of lab thing, uh, where we're going to have customers come in, bring uh, bring their own stuff in, and, and test uh, running the VMware uh, Horizon stuff on it. And since everyone and John Troyer's dog has uh, <laughs> an iPad, and, and his cat, but for that matter, or the cat started the whole the thing. Uh, <laughs> everyone has a, has uh, iOS products, iPhones or iPads. Um, I just decided I needed something else, uh, so I just got an, an Android um, based tablet tablet for that. Th- that's the only purpose of it. It's going to run a view client on it, and then basically that's it. Have you tested that view client on there yet? Uh, no, not really. I haven't been able to connect to the existing lab that we have because I have some issues with my own user account, to be honest. But uh, <laughs> and my own local lab isn't really uh, configured yet, so that's still in the uh, in the planning stages. But I, I think the, the kind of lab concept thing there is going to be kind of cool. Um, I've got the uh, I've got a Raspberry Pi that's we're we're going to use as a as a thin client. We have. Uh, probably going to have a lot of different zero and thin clients there as well, including the tablet as well. And we have a few laptops and uh, and a bunch of stuff running on that. I'm I'm actually trying to get a hold of one of those uh, Dell Cloud Connect uh, things. Oh, yeah. Um, Which looks pretty cool. I I haven't looked at it yet. I'm I'm still kind of baiting the uh, Dell guys in Norway to give me a proper discount on all the stuff I need. So I'll see how that works. But uh, it seems to be working fairly well. So hopefully they'll come through sometime next week. But it looks like an interesting device to use, Um, be it the size of a USB stick. And it's got an HDMI 
output on it and just stick it in the TV and use a Bluetooth um, keyboard and mouse, and that's it. Okay, so it's pretty much like a sort of a, a Chromecast for view. Yeah, pretty much. That's, pretty much. That's my, um, I was uh, like, speaking of Chromecast, for, yeah, huh? I got one the other day. I was really impressed. Yeah. yeah. Um, the the setup, it was, you know, everyone sort of was expecting that, you know, the Chromecast would need a bit of hacking to kind of get it to work properly. Um, but the default sort of out-of-the-box setup was was fantastic. But the problem is in for a Chromecast, at least here in mainland Europe, I don't see much of a use case because most of the stuff that I can stream, I don't really have access to. Oh, okay. Like, so, I, like I mean... Yeah, like Netflix or like Voodoo. Yeah, well, I mean, just for sort of Netflix and YouTube stuff is, is the main the main one, but it also works. The most important thing in the UK is it works with the iPlayer, yeah. so the BBC uh, content, which uh, which is pretty pretty popular in the UK. Um, so yeah, I mean, for for the cost, it was it was a bit of a no brainer really. Um, it would be nice if it was slightly more uh, full featured, but. For for what we need it for, which is basically being able to sort of pipe Netflix movies uh, to my daughter's TV, it was uh, about the cheapest device you can get to do and that. In, in the UK, Netflix is actually you can get it. Yeah, okay. yeah, Netflix is wow. Netflix is officially I'm, sort of there in the UK. So. I'm pretty sure that Christian, you can't get Netflix, right? Yeah, I do. I get Netflix. Okay, maybe I'm the only weird country that doesn't get it. Yeah, you're a weird country ad. <laughs> 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 uh, but, but but speaking of Chromecasts, um, I have one to give away. To be honest, uh, and I, I mentioned that on on Being Ninja as well. Um, as far as uh, one of the things that was new this year with regards to the uh, uh, top V blog uh, vote stuff was that people would actually win something or could win something by participating. Uh, and I was one of the uh, the lucky guys that Eric Siebert uh, draw drew out of the uh, whatever list he had, and and he has pretty much said I'm I'm getting a free Google Chromecast. But in addition to that, someone else will receive a free Chromecast as well from me since I won one. Ah, so I, I so yeah, I decided to make a contest out of it. So if you want one, uh, ship me on. Twitter or as a comment on Bean Ninja or whatever, a picture of yourself or someone else um, dressed as a ninja, <laughs> and I'll pick one, and the winner gets a gets a free Chromecast chipped by Eric Siebert. You know, Christian, before you 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 got to as a ninja part, mm -hmm. I was thinking some really terrible things. <laughs> Thankfully, the nin ninja saved you on that one. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I, I I'm I'm sure. I think the ninja, I think the ninja saved us all, to be honest. But that's yeah, there should there should be some good t-shirt ninja posts. You should actually link the how to, how to wear a t-shirt as a ninja mask. Uh, how to uh, yeah. in notes for that. I should do that. So, but anyway, if you if you want a Chromecast, anyone listening, uh, send me a picture of someone dressed as a ninja. Yourself, your wife, your kids, grandma, cat or dog or something. Well, Make sure you get that permission. That some first. guy didn't just Google ninja costume and then, and then send it to you. Well, I can do that as well. I'll probably find... I can use Tenai to find the uh, if there is an existing image of the same thing. Yeah. Will so, so far, the response has been zero, so it's not a big deal. But if anyone wants a Chromecast, let me know. I need well, a Chromecast. 
there's opportunity to win a Chromecast, which yep. is uh, as beautif- beautifully modelled by myself. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I just noticed, so that tablet is the, the Galaxy Note. Um, one of the things that it's worth having a play with is that they have a proper digitizer. So in terms of using it as a graphics tablet or if you're trying to use it to um, do like whiteboarding online, yeah. um, the Note is really quite good for that. Oh, okay. That, that's actually an interesting uh, use case for it. It has a pen and everything. It looks yeah, to be... it's it's a, pro- it's a proper stylus, proper thin point stylus. Uh, yeah. Unlike the most of the sort of capacitive stylus, which just look like a child's crayon, and the drawing quality is normally about the same. Yeah. Uh, um, so which it might be in my case anyway, but that's a different <laughs> thing. And and speaking of mobile devices, that can kind of bring us to something we haven't really talked about on the show before: is the purchase of AirWatch. Uh, yeah. Somewhere. So I mean, I I'm not 100 percent familiar with with AirWatch. That's the it's it's about sort of mobile device security, presumably. And yeah, my actually my company is using it before it was purchased by VMware. Which okay, is, which is kind of cool. Um, some people are not comfortable with the amount of stuff it, it, it can actually do. It's a lot. Yeah, like I it's mean, huge. Yeah, like if uh, they want to, they can read every message, uh, look at your location, all kinds of crazy stuff. There's, it's limitless, you know. Yeah, and if you use it to control applications as well, on your Mac or your PC as well as on the mobile devices. Yeah, but we're on, we're currently only using it for our Android and iOS devices. Yeah, but that, that that was kind of the missing missing piece in the puzzle for me as far as why. Uh, VMware wanted to to actually acquire them because I, I honestly didn't understand what the deal was. Why would they pay pay that amount of money for it? I think it fits nicely into Horizon if they make it their own. Uh, that's what they're doing, and it does. Uh, but the moment I saw, I, I actually helped arrange the first ever AirWatch uh, presentation in Norway a couple of weeks ago. It's the first time AirWatch actually went to Norway to do a presentation because I invited them to do so. Uh, that's one of the reasons I had to take the bus home that same day. But that's a, we've been to, through that one. I don't want the metal scars to open up again. Uh, but and, uh, during that presentation, they, it all of a sudden it kind of makes, made sense because it's not just about your phone or your tablet. It's about your, your uh, other mobile devices as well, which includes laptops. And if you can manage those as well, uh, networking-wise, as far as security goes, as far as using an internal corporate app store thing, there's a lot of stuff going on there that actually makes a lot of sense uh, put into the Horizon Suite. And as an added bonus, their file stuff is way better than Google Data or Google, or sorry, uh, VMware Data or Project Octopus. The file management and synchronization and sharing stuff that actually is a part of of AirWatch is way better than what VMware is currently offering as well. Interesting. Does that give you almost like you know one of the old, the previous sort of strong features of the whole BlackBerry suite? was yep. the fact that you had complete control over the devices and you could actually do proper enterprise device management without having to go... I mean, obviously, Microsoft tried to do that a little bit with one of the various system center products, but I don't think it's anywhere near, from what you said, the granularity and the level of control that you got in um, AirWatch. 
it's not even close. It's that that thing is huge, and there's a lot of possibilities in that. And Ed, who's probably been using it or ha had it installed on its device at least, knows what what it might be actually able to do. But it's yeah, a lot of actually funny enough. I was in IT directly the IT ops department, the one who deployed it. I was one of the last people to put it on. I actually did not <laughs> want to put it on my phone. Yeah. Until my boss basically told me, you're putting this on your phone. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's, so far it's not so intrusive. And, um, since we're in, we're a Swiss company, especially, it's about privacy and stuff like that. So we're, we're using minimal, minimal features of it. Yeah. But, I mean, a lot of people had a lot of concerns in our company, especially about the stuff that it, it's capable of doing. Yeah. It's much, much more than just an MDM. There's a lot of stuff going on there. Okay. It's a really interesting acquisition by VMware, actually. And I, I'm, I'll, I'll be... It, it'll be interesting to see how how they rebrand it or how they work it into the Horizon Suite. But it does make a lot of sense. And, uh, Chris, funny enough, the, uh, the actual consultants we were getting from AirWatch were from Milton Keynes. Yeah, I just had... Because I, I, I'm, I'm sure I saw... Uh, a couple of guys from Airwatch on a, a, a train recently, and they were definitely heading back from a meeting, getting off at Milton Keynes. And I suddenly saw like they had Airwatch like laptop bags. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Just looked them up, and yeah, their uh, their head officers are for the for Amir at Milton Keynes. It's unusual. Yep. It's not normally somewhere that's a big uh, big software uh, software uh, part of the world, but uh, yeah, that's quite cool. No. Actually, the guy from uh, from Airwatch that did a pre presentation here in in, in Norway um, actually said something that I've never had heard anyone say before, uh, which kind of scared me a bit, I guess. Uh, but what he, what he said, he, he was an English guy. I don't sadly I don't remember his name right now. But what he did say was that he used to be uh, in the the English armed forces of some kind. So okay. what he said was, I used to kill people for a living. Now I do security. <laughs> yeah, you see a lot. I mean, there's an awful lot of people that in security that have got sort of a services background. Yeah, uh, but he actually said that, which makes it interesting. It's kind of different. I wouldn't openly tell people that I killed people for a living. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But then again, he he was wearing wearing a, a pink shirt, so everything goes, I guess. <laughs> Speaking of which, I think is Simon moving to the U.S. Yeah, I, yeah, that's what I saw. It's April first. I don't know, but no, no, no. I think that's it's a genuine. Yeah, I think so too, actually. But um, it's you know, speaking like... of April first, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't see very many jokes around. No, you you just didn't get him, man. No okay. problem. Yeah, I don't pay attention <laughs> to that crap anyway. <laughs> I think uh, Simon is going back to VMware somewhere in 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 California, actually. Yeah, for some for uh, One Cloud or Cloud yeah. One. Uh, yeah, one cloud, one, who are they? Yeah, the One That's Cloud. Cool. Oh, it's it's surprising the amount of people from the certainly from the UK sort of VMware community that are sort of slowly upping sticks and uh, and moving. Uh, the way we're part of the brain drain. <laughs> yeah, well, they'll never take the Swiss Navy. <laughs> as long as I've got the Swiss Navy to protect me, I'll be all right. <laughs> but 
but it's uh, it's interesting people moving uh moving over there. I, I, we had one of the more uh well-known Norwegian guys as well uh who who's moved to to the US as well. He's going to work there for a couple of years for for VMware. Um and he he's been kind of one of the most uh vocal people locally here and all of a sudden he was relocating to the US. So we ha- we have had one other guy going from VMware Norway to Canada as well. So there's uh there are moving people around. Huh? Was he just aiming for Palo Alto and got lost? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you move to Canada? I don't know. Well, I think there's a pretty big actual support center near Toronto. Oh, okay. Could be. I don't know. Yeah, Mississauga, I believe. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, that's suburban Toronto. Yeah. I know the area well. <laughs> Reasonably well, having spent, spent a year at university there. So, uh, uh-huh. yeah, it's, it's a nice part. Yeah, I spent six, six months there myself. Uh-huh. Strip clubs and... Uh, and uh, steak restaurants. I, I never would have gone to a steak restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. I, I'm not in a place where I would... I, I'm not interested in traveling around the world, and I'm not interested in, in uh, moving to the U.S. either. So I guess I'm ruling myself out of a lot of stuff, which <laughs> I'm fine with. Don't yeah. just... Don't ask me. I might get tempted, and that might be a problem. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I've I've just sort of, sort of swapped airport departure lounge for traffic jams these days. Um, it's not not really any different. It involves sitting down for a long time. The only difference is I get to drink more gin and tonic when I'm flying. <laughs> yeah, it so, wouldn't be a bad idea while you're driving. So. Yeah, well, you might spill some. Yeah, um, you might get lost. Driving's bad. Um, but no, I'm 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 enjoying traveling a little bit less. I think uh, it's it's nice getting out and seeing customers and sort of doing a bit more of the the local events. Uh, so you know, we had as a bit of a sort of recap from last week. We obviously we had uh, Vaughn from Pure Storage on. Uh, I actually saw a Pure Storage array in the wild today. Um, I was quite impressed. But uh, again, you know, pretty much does everything that Vaughn was saying on the tin. Um, their their dedupe rates were relatively high, even on they had some workloads which typically you wouldn't expect to get great dedupe on some of their sort of very uh, data warehousey type things, um, and they were still getting kind of a two to one compression, so it wasn't terrible. Hmm. I haven't so, seen one yet, so uh, yeah, yeah, it was it was nice because you don't you generally don't get to see see that many you know. People talk about all, the, all these new ones, but you don't always see that many sort of real installs of it. Um, primarily because they cost a lot of money, um, and unless the sort of the CIO is really forward-looking or about to change jobs, people seem <laughs> unwilling to bet their career on a new a new technology. You never uh, got fired by nobody. Ever got fired by an IBM, Chris? So they tell me. So they tell me. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know, pe- people do classically go for that safe bet, and it's part of when when you are working in a, in that sort of disruptive field that you have got to try and persuade people that it's not a risk to take. Um, but I'm guessing there's a difference between something that you're spending tens of thousands of dollars on to something that you're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on, um, and, and maybe more. So. You know, software is it's you know, a change of software might not be that much, but a change of hardware is a 
it's a, it's a much bigger change. Yeah, and it depends on what kind of uh, what kind of a company or what kind of uh, establishment you're working in. I mean, if you're in like, uh, for instance, like the ETH Zurich, it's a technical college here. Uh, one time I got to take a look at their data centers, and they have literally every single piece of technology from every single vendor you could imagine. Uh, <laughs> Talking like HP Superdome's crazy stuff. <laughs> they just got went into a shop and gave give me one of everything. Yeah, basically, and it, it's like I mean, you'll see, you'll see it. I think you'll see it start that way and get more established uh, into normal companies. That I mean, most companies don't care. Oh, we got the newest, coolest thing. That's great. You know, they just want something reliable. They don't, they don't care. Yeah, but but do we care anyway? Every everything, anything, every, every <laughs> blah, everything and anything is software defined anyway. So who cares? Yeah, it's a software defined uh, raid. Yeah, that's a good good one. <laughs> software raids are always fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which... So so I I heard uh, described at a a conference where someone was talking about uh, you know software defined data centers and they said it was it was the difference between having uh, moving raid from sort of firmware in, into software uh, or you know moving sort of disk protection anyway into that software so whereas you might have had protection at a hardware level with you know very very big individual disks down to this redundant array of inexpensive disks um, now i don't know whether it was I'm, I was misinterpreting the story, um, and he was just talking about that difference from going from a massive, great, big uh, sort of you know Winchester type drive down to multiple small, cheap drives that you then actually use a hardware RAID controller. Um, but seeing as he was talking about software, I immediately thought of software RAID, and then thought, "Hang on a sec, no one likes software RAID." <laughs> it's the one option in Windows that no one ever ticks because they say don't do it. See, I don't even. Does it still even exist in Windows? I don't oh yeah, know. yeah. yeah. <laughs> they just put storage spaces now, don't they? I mean, I that's remember. Like, I remember using it in NT4 uh, mm-hmm. a couple times in 2000. Yeah, you had sort of the whole Windows Dynamic Disks, and they've. I think they've kind of cleaned Windows Dynamic Disks up a bit. So perhaps, perhaps we're being a little bit unfair on software. Well, so- no, any 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 storage array you buy doesn't support them. Anything you use doesn't support Dynamic Disks. So that's why I haven't used it for the past maybe eight years. But is it such a great leap of faith to go from Dynamic Disks to vSAN? Uh. <laughs> I would I would trust in VSAN. If VSAN had a Microsoft logo on it, would people be quite so ecstatic about it? No, no. <clears throat> huh? What? It was What call a diplomatic cough? I think. I tried to disguise a no. <laughs> Ser- seriously, would you trust the storage product from Microsoft? Mm. Yeah. A lot of people are talking about the new storage features in um, in 2012 R2, you know, as, as being pretty good. Yeah, well, you know, there, there's certainly it? some things it seems to be doing, uh, doing reasonably well. But, uh, yeah, it, it's is it just, you know, a rose by any other name, I suppose, as they would call it. Um, whether it's a rose or not, whether it's got lots of thorns and would prick you. Um, but that's a completely different story. Um, well, it might look like a rose, but it probably smells like shit anyway. <laughs> <laughs> or it, or it, uh, 
looks or it, it smells like shit but looks like a rope. No, the other way around. Sorry, <laughs> I messed up. Yeah, no, I I, I think we, we've we've been peeking behind the the wizard's curtain for too for too long and yeah. to get cynical at these uh you know the, these very flashy keynotes and people say say wonderful things and then almost someone holds a board up you should say wow at this um and some of it you know is pretty clever um are is anything really as game changing as it's ever made out to be um you know. Sometimes, it's well, for the, for the most part, it's evolution, not revolution, anyway. Uh, so, we're kind of seeing whatever these old new things are are basically flashy lights, and 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 someone has improved on something for the most part. But we don't often see something that's really revolutionary in in a way that you just want to throw out everything you already have or have done and do it again with something else. Yeah, um, there was a really good, uh, I think it was a post on the register from Storage Bot, Martin Glasbrough, and it was a, like a future press release from like 2018 or something like that. And it, um, basically it was posing, you know, as if Flash was, was old, um, and the next thing is some form of spinning disc again. Um, you know, that at some, all of the various, uh, derisory, uh, observations we make around, conventional spinning disc um some point we'll be making around flash i think mm. the future is going to be actual human brains in jaws it's going to be like future armor is it yeah like you know that steve martin movie oh dr Hafar. yeah <laughs> <laughs> man with two brains it's a fantastic yeah uh, the man with two brains that's that's yeah. it <laughs> so we're just going to be on sort of cyber cer- cerebro store, right? I patented that name. <laughs> Using actual human brain tissue. Rabe. Help. I've got this little nagging thing. There might be a slight ethics issue or, on harvesting because, well, you know where these things get fabricated? Uh, people are going to get upset. <laughs> UNICEF will get involved. Um, and, yeah, you, you, we can't use real brain tissue yet. <clears throat> But at least we'll have uh, software-defined rabe technology. <laughs> software-defined brains. <laughs> that that I get some kind of image of Franken storage in there. Yeah, that could get get the whole whole Franken store, real Franken storage. You know, I want my storage to bleed. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just store it in DNA and just re- replicate each other, and yeah, that'll be fun. And then oh, you have a cooling... I do not need that Swiss Navy cream after all. <laughs> does, does DNA use RAID, or are we talking a, uh, a more object-level object replication? Probably object-level, I guess. <laughs> but it, it depends on how you define it, I guess. Um, it's a policy that rules the world, then, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. It's, it's, everything changes in a, in a way but it doesn't change as quickly as we want it to or we kind of make it out to change i i guess well here's the thing i mean uh being in it for 13 14 years like i've been now i've been gazing into the eyes of the hairy wizard for a long time i gotta say and uh i'm underwhelmed by by announcements most of the time yeah 
seen most of it before. Yeah, in a, just in one product. form or the other. Yeah. So, like, I guess the uh, the answer is what what can we do to change it? You know, uh, one of the the strong drivers, I think, so even if it's just within the microcosm of our community, is that generally speaking, if we've not liked something, there's been a movement to change it. So, what's the alternative? Hmm. Yeah, we need uh, yeah smarter people. I don't know. <laughs> just do oh, keynotes. Really short. Just going. Keep doing what you're doing. It's great. <laughs> Has your business gone under? No. Well, you're doing something right. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows why, but it works. There was there was a uh, there was a big comment um, again because it it seems that sometimes again whether they're quoted out of context. Um, but some some of the the big sort of comments made by um, industry figures almost seem to belittle uh, IT shops that don't keep up with the latest and greatest. There was a comment from uh, Pat Gelsinger about uh, by 2016, all those significant IT um, functions will be moving towards software-defined enterprise or something like that. By implication, if you're not doing it, you're insignificant, and I don't give a flying hoot about you. Mm-hmm. Um, which kind of, given that 50% of your business is from SMB, who are not necessarily going to rush to the cloud because they've read an article of yours in Gartner, um, <laughs> that, I don't know, slating 50% of your user base doesn't seem like a really good marketing trick to me. Um, But, yeah, I suppose, is is it designed just to try and, um, you know, in the same way you might well sell a new car if you see your next-door neighbour's got a nice, shiny new car? Um, And, you know, short of putting adverts where if you buy this car, you are 50% more likely to get laid. (laughs) Uh, um, I'd buy two. (laughs) Then it's hundred percent chance. <laughs> Full tolerant. <laughs> uh, exactly. Uh, yeah, but obviously the chance diminishes the more you get. So it'd actually be like fifty percent for the first one, seventy-five percent for the next one. You've never quite hit hundred percent. Wow, and you, it's not cumulative, eh? No, unfortunately not. Oh. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I don't know. Perhaps. Uh, perhaps uh, IT strategy needs to take a leaf out of the uh, the car manufacturer's book and go for something a bit more outlandish. More yeah, like OpenStack or something. <laughs> <laughs> Steady on. <laughs> well, upon a step at a time. Let's let, let's not sort of overshoot ourselves here. <laughs> so, guys, thanks a lot for listening to VSoup Forty Five. This was another one with just us. Um, and we're sorry. Yeah, we're sorry, yeah. but we're not. Congratulations <laughs> for making it this far. Yeah. <laughs> so, as usual, you can uh, check us out on Stitchers, Stitcher, not Stitchers. That sounds kind of weird. Uh, vsoup.net or iTunes. 